0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers.
1: Alan Jerry. No guests,
0: no calls, and no real content. <laughs> That's rude. 504 on the fan <laughs> it is the warm up show someone is not lazy anymore and That's i will right. say this he's going to be 51 soon so let's see 51 let's say 8130 it's like one of maybe final 165 summer fridays he's got left in his life Alex, right how are you down not a lot
1: floor? not a lot of summer fridays jerry i'm doing well
0: don't take him for granted
1: there is a guy, though, I got to say, parked across the street in a pickup truck who's been there for quite a while since I took the Wimster out very early in the morning. I was so close to, to calling the Bradley Beach police just what to say-
0: doing? Is he bothering anybody?
1: No, but just if you see something, say something, it looks- at, I was just going to say, listen, this is not an emergency. If you happen to be in the area- I think that's a good way to make the call. Oh, maybe I'll do that during the break. I do. I,
0: I really do because you're not- you're not calling 911. You're right. just calling the police department. Just say, it, hey. just, it just doesn't look right. Can you just check it out?
1: I know you got a guy driving. I know there's uh, officers driving around. But here's the thing. They always ask for your name.
0: And? I don't want to give my name. Well, don't be a, no, no, time out. You can't be a wuss if you're going to actually make that phone call. You give your name. You're saying like Herm Edwards, put your name on it. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you put your name on it? Put your name. And How then about this? How about this? Right. Because if it turns out to be mm-hmm. that he's a criminal yep. or someone who's up to no good, yes. when the article comes out, we were mm-hmm. first tipped off by right. black, Al Dukes, as opposed to an anonymous caller. That's a great point, Jerry. Put your name on it. Great point. Yep.
1: Yeah, I went out to walk the dog and this guy was like walking around strangely. Yeah. And then got in his truck and has been there ever since. It's been over uh, two hours.
0: Well, I'll give you this from this morning. So not, I promise you, not on purpose. I had one of those, the, the car I have gets very good fuel efficiency. So I do not get gas often. Right. I don't even think about it sometimes. So I'm driving in this morning as I get on the parkway, I look down, and I had maybe an eighth of a tank of gas. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm like, no problem. I'll stop on the parkway. Not that big a deal. Until Num Nuts blows right past it Ooh. because I was deep in thought. I had, no mu- I had nothing on. You were zoned and I, out. And I hadn't even put JJ on yet at this point. Uh, oh, I was fa- completely zoned out. So now, as I'm approaching 440, I'm like, whoa, wait a time. Well, where am I going for gas? Like, I can't get into New York with no gas. So I wound up going... On Route 9, uh, up north a little bit, and I stopped at a quick check or one of them, Wawa, one of those places. I got gas, which was fine, to which I saw a woman of the evening. Oh, did she approach you? (laughs) She didn't, but she did approach another car.
1: Were you a little like, hmm, why wouldn't she approach me? I'm a good-looking <laughs> didn't fella. To,
0: I think if I would have been there another three minutes, she probably, yeah. I might have been the next stop. Mm,
1: how you doing? <laughs> That's
0: right. So I would have been insulted she didn't ask me. I'd be like, what's wrong again, with me? She didn't get to me. Uh, she might have, but that didn't happen. And so eventful evenings so far yeah. for you and I. And uh, you you said before to, to put my name on it, don't be a wuss. No, I don't want to hear this about the show. We're not calling that. Don't even start it.
1: That's what someone suggested no, I'm on not Twitter. Calling the, you the wuss call, you call Juwan, I will call it that. The Wuss show. I will never refer to that as that. Okay, but I'm just saying, he, for warm up show, WUS.
0: That was funny. I don't, we're not, no, wrong. You don't want to call it that. Okay. How about this? Well, when off I'm the out,
1: you can call it that when you do it with La <laughs> See, Then CeeLo's going to think I'm calling him the Wuss because I'm only referring to the Wuss show when he's here. <laughs> I'm not
0: calling it that. I'm sorry.
1: Jerry, at night, I like to shut it down at about 7.30,
0: meaning. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm aware. It just no, sounds meaning, funny to hear it. <laughs>
1: meaning what I do is I, I silence my phone. Right. I don't look at my phone again. Um, But sometimes when you're sitting near your phone and you get an email, it lights up if, yeah. if your room is dark. Sure. So I actually uh, – I'm sitting there and I, and I start getting – my phone starts lighting up and I see uh, – uh, their press releases from the Mets. I yeah. was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, okay, well, maybe this – I bet you this has to do with, uh, po- uh, you know, postponing games for um, – uh, p- under protest, Would that sort of Would have been a good assumption. Yeah, but I, so I said, you know what? Let me take a look at this. I normally don't. I normally shut it down. I shut it down. And I click, and I'm seeing, like, uh, issuing apologies. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
0: no. Multiple apologies. Two of them. Well, and first, press releases. first Brody – and then these two the Wilpons.
1: so some people are confused what happened a couple of people on twitter said could you please explain to me what happened with I saw this? one guy that
0: asked us to explain it
1: i always uh i always blow it up and make it seem like many people ask. cuz no, if well, one I didn't person know you more. <laughs> I'm no no I no no it person. was one person when one person asks i assume many people didn't ask that's fair you know what i'm saying jerry yeah, so yeah. to me thousands of people were wondering yes. Uh, what happened exactly now have you figured this out yet because i think i have an
0: interesting timeline
1: do and- you have it figured out
0: yeah, yeah okay no, could,
1: I- how about you explain it then because i think i have it but i but so, when yeah. i feel like when go comes to baseball you're like a mlb network guy like you're really locked
0: in on it well i try so all right here's how i here's how i understand it You had Michael Conforto conferring with Miguel Rojas of the Marlins about what they were going to do, if they were going to play the game or not. You had the Mets. um, Now, where
1: was this? uh, This was taking place behind closed doors. Yes. Conforto and Rojas. There
0: was a lot of um, questions if they were going to play or not. Okay. And so Conforto was talking back and forth with Miguel Rojas of the Marlins. um, And then you had the Mets getting set for their pregame press conferences, the way I understand it. And Brody is in the press conference room with two other people my thoughts it's got to be the pr guys i would think and they're not identified at least not that i saw anywhere and you hear a couple of voices you don't I mean, think they were reporters no i don't i know okay. no i don't absolutely not the way the and the way the video was leaked someone that runs the website should be fired because the way the video was leaked was the camera was hot and the mics were hot on mets.com And on the MLB app, I believe. Probably, but that all is because the Mets website had it going. So there's a kid who stumbles across the Mets website looking for information. He sees this and puts it out there because it was free for anybody to see. So the person that runs the website, or at least that portion of it, is really who's at fault here because you had, because I got to be honest with you. I'm watching Brody talk very freely. Mm-hmm. Um, with whoever it was, and they're having a conversation that's not meant to get out. And we've all done this. There's not one person listening that is not in a conversation with their wife or their best friend or a coworker or someone that has not said something that they felt was just getting something off their chest, having a conversation, blah, 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 blah. So don't be hypocrites out there. We've all done it. And so it gets out because, again, it was hot on the website for some reason, whatever. So that happens. That comes out And now all of a sudden, all hell is breaking loose. So what was said? What did Brody say to these PR people? So what Brody was saying was it was his his understanding that Rob Manfred believes what the Mets were planning on doing about going out and then walking off after. And they wound up doing it after 42 seconds. um, And then they put the shirt on home plate that maybe let an hour pass, and then how about we play baseball? You made your point. You had a little protest. It looks great. We understand. We hear you. But now let's go out and play ball after an hour, shorten season, and we've got to get these games, and we've got, we've got issues. To where Brody is telling these guys, I mean, almost like it's tone deaf. He doesn't get it. What is he doing? Blah, 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 blah. Well, then we come to find out that that wasn't his idea, that Brody thought he heard maybe Jeff say it, and it was Jeff's idea. To which he then apologized for the hot mic, for his comments, blah 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 blah. He misunderstood it; it wasn't Rob Manfred. Great, you think it's over? Not over. Now you get Fred Wilpon issues the statement: how disappointed he is in his general manager Brody Van Wagenen, spelled in, incorrectly. Uh, he spelled and, Brody incorrectly, which yes. is yeah. you not would think great. the other one would not the other word great. the last name would be more difficult. Yeah, that's not good. And then we're still not finished because now Jeff issues the apology or the statement. Excuse me basically saying Brody misunderstood all of it and he would never ask them to play if they don't want to play, blah, 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 blah. And so that's where we stand. And I watched Brody. I thought mean, he handled the press conference actually relatively well. He didn't back down. He apologized. No excuses. He screwed up. Shouldn't have said it. Hot mic, blah, 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 blah. And that's where we are. And so the whole he was, thing was a mess. He was
1: uh, Brody was very critical of Rob Manfred saying he doesn't get it when it comes to managing things, being a leader. He doesn't get it.
0: Uh, yes, and spe- specifically in this case, I don't know if he was talking about a broader sense. Yeah, but he definitely was talking about it in this in this case. Yes,
1: Boomer, he doesn't get Boomer. it. Mm-hmm. So wow. it was a very
0: interesting timeline. Now I had catching up to do because I was on the practice field myself last night, um, and as soon as I got in, I don't think the statements were issued yet at that point. Yeah. So I walked in, and my son has—he's like, "You got to see this from Van Wagen." And I'm like, "Oh, what did he do?" And he goes, uh, hot mic. I'm like, uh-oh. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, all right. That's not nearly as bad as I thought it might be. Yeah, it could have been m- much, much worse. Right, because he said, you know, I thought it was going to be something about the uh, the Pons, I thought it was going to be something about the play. I'm like, that's it? I'm like, okay. So
1: enough. it was the Wilpons idea to uh, go out there, leave the field for an
0: hour, come out and play? It was the player's idea, I believe. The player's idea. Yes, and Jeff, in his statement, essentially said, you know, we support the players and whatever they want to do, we'll reschedule it another time. That's what he said in the statement. Now, the question I have is where did Van Wagenen get what he said? Was he listening to Wilpon over, you know, did he overhear something? Was he told that and then put his tail between his legs and apologize? There's truth somewhere in this that someone probably wanted them to play last night at 8 10 instead of 7 10. I just don't know, and none of us know where that came from. Or Bo- he made it up. I don't know. And then bottom line is there were no games last night. Uh, uh, not for the Mets and Marlins. There were games, but not for the Mets and Marlins. I saw there were seven games canceled. Were there more yeah. on the... Yeah, there were more, sure. There's usually 15 a night.
1: So how do they do? Who, who, how do they decide who's playing and who's not playing? Well, That's a little so strange. Well,
0: I'll pull up the scores because All if right. you remember, you had games that were canceled the previous night. Right. So let's see here. From last I'm night... I'm going to Google MLB scoreboard. <sighs> So the, so the Dodgers and Giants played, and if you remember, the, and they played both games, they postponed the night before. Okay, so I feel like they did their part. Right. Pirates and Cardinals played. I, I don't remember if they postponed. My, Mariners and Padres postponed. They played last night. So I think what you had was at least two of the games that didn't go off on Wednesday night played Thursday, and then you had a bunch of games last night that were postponed. You had NHL postponed games the entire day. And as we knew, we've heard from the NBA what's going on there. Maybe they'll play today, if not tomorrow, as Michael Jordan got in the mix there. So it was a um, another fluid day, if you will. Michael Jordan, they said, was the key
1: liaison sure. between owners and players. Makes a lot of sense. Now, I don't know if this is true for you. Whenever I hear the term liaison, I always think... Sexual encounter? No, but uh, that's a good one. That would be a good second one. I always think back to like when I was first starting to do a resume many yeah. years ago and when you didn't have any like real job experience you made stuff up you you called yourself a liaison cuz it that? sounded fancy uh, but, but when it, you say you who yeah is you exactly i just remember I like i never did i remember seeing in the, in writing resume books and things that i would get from the library like lia- like i could like let's say uh if my only job on the radio show was to give boomer and geo the live copy to read their commercials yeah I would say that I was the liaison between the sales department and talent. That's very creative. (laughs) And you actually put that on a resume. I... I know I used the term liaison at some point early on on my resume for sure. Were you the liaison at WJDM between the producer <laughs> and the on air talent? I did see a funny one, though, about like if you'd worked in like a fast food place, it would you could be the liaison between the mop and the floor. <laughs> That's fair. I thought you were going to go through the, uh, the drive through <laughs> and the order. <laughs> liaison between. So, how about that? Michael Jordan still being a key member of uh, NBA basketball all these years later, dominating, getting into. There and know
0: he owns a team. I do
1: (laughs) getting in there and liaisoning his face off getting this done.
0: That's that's one of the funniest things you've ever said. He's no, no, but he's been low key as an owner. I feel like he's been, but that's also partly because we're not in Charlotte. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, do we really – how many times – how about how about this? For poops and giggles, I'll lead the show off with the Charlotte Hornets today. <laughs>
1: no, but do you think in Charlotte Sports Radio they reference Jordan all the time? I bet he's barely talked about. Um,
0: I don't seems know like how an... hot Charlotte Sports Radio is. Oh, it's I've hot, never Jerry. Heard. It's a hotbed. And I don't know how popular the Hornets are. Um, oh. I don't know if it's more about North Carolina and Duke and, and NASCAR, but Jerry, I oh, think oh, if he oh. was here, we talk about him all the time. A lot
1: of shock shock jocks retired down to North Carolina and they're all on sports talk radio down there. Does sound lovely, doesn't it? (laughs) Shock jocks. I don't need to be a shock jock,
0: but to retire in Charlotte, let's go.
1: I like being a shock jock in Charlotte, bad mouthing Michael Jordan.
0: He's a punk. (laughs) Maybe you'll get him on the show. This Jordan's a punk. (laughs) (laughs) We got to take a break. First one of the hour. It is 5 19. We've got a lot to do and we will be joined at the top of the hour by Boomer here on The Fan. Al Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. That's kind of getting old at this point. 5.25 on the fan. It is the warm-up show until 6. Boomer Osiason will join us then. What else you got, Al? And by the way, there will be new liners for the new fall season, Jerry's, I love it. I'm very um,
1: excited about this. We wanted to make sure that the open got done for today, the, n- the new open. But uh, all those contact-free deliveries, because when we get back uh, after Labor Day, coronavirus <laughs> will be over. Oh, yeah. And uh, sure. those jokes uh, no longer fit.
0: Yeah. Not going anywhere. Not yet. I saw a story
1: yesterday about, uh, I guess both Saquon Barkley and Sterling Shepard were asked if the Giants would boycott any games and not play
0: one of their games during their regular season. Now, I saw Barkley's comments. I did not see Shepard's.
1: They were very similar. They both said that uh, they couldn't give you an answer to that. It's a possibility because it hasn't uh, until they discuss it as a team— no one's going to make decisions. What, like I, don't, that.
0: what I don't like about this story yeah. is it was a leading question. It wasn't Barkley coming out and saying we're having conversations right. about you know post, uh, about not playing in a game. It was the direct question was, have, would you guys consider not playing yes. a game? Like, I mean, okay, I mean I, he answered it very. I mean, we'll have conversations. I mean, I don't. I, to me, that's bothersome to me as a story. Because I feel like the story was written based on the question that was asked, as opposed to a right. player coming forward and saying, we're thinking of doing this.
1: Right. Or it wasn't like uh, Saquon or Sterling Shepard tweeted out, hey, see these games getting uh, boycotted? Right. We're thinking of doing the same thing. Right. Could you imagine boycotting one of 16 games? No. I was also thinking, as soon as I saw it, of the like, old-time Giants fan. Like right. I, I, I don't know why. Like When I picture a Giants fan... I picture an old white hair, which is guy. not true.
0: I, I know that to me is one of the biggest, <laughs> you know, uh, myths. I, I, yes, they have; they might have an older fan base. Fine, but I'll tell you what: this notion that the giant fan base is so much better than the jet fan base, like I, it's, no, I've older, to, I think, it, it, but it's not, not better. Though, but it's not. It really isn't. It, to me, it's a complete myth. You go to the games; it's it's the same. It just yeah. is. I mean. Uh, I've been to both Jet and Giant games. I like I feel like the Jet fan gets a really bad rap. Because I've been at Giant Games where the crowd behavior is as bad as anywhere. And I've been to Giant Games where it's the best. Same thing with the Jets. I've been to Jet Games where there are no issues and then some games are terrible. I think it's there were fans. It's everywhere. It doesn't matter where it is.
1: And I was just picturing like it'd be one thing if all of the teams decided they were gonna play not play week three or whatever it was, but if it was just the Giants decided they were I would just picture
0: like all the old guys calling F A N screaming. Oh sure. Old oh. guys, young guys, they'd all be screaming. I get your point, yes. but I think yes, they'd be very upset.
1: You're right. Why is that? Why do we think of the Giant fan as an old guy with white hair and a Jet fan as just this lunatic <laughs>
0: I don't know. going crazy in the parking lot? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> perhaps in the 80s it was that way. Yeah. I can tell you as someone that has gone to many games, all over the place, fan behavior is fan behavior. Right, that, That's that. Uh, you are going to find lunatics at Lambeau just like you'll find lunatics in Oakland. Maybe there's more of them in Oakland because <laughs> I've heard some stories about there. Um, but it, it's what it is. Hockey games, fan behavior can be nuts. Basketball games, crazy. College basketball games, amazingly crazy in some cases. Right. It's everywhere. Now, Aaron Boone says what that he, he
1: do. Well, he is not expecting the Subway oh. Series to be canceled. No, I think they're going to go forward with it today. So we got a doubleheader today, right? Yes. A little four o'clock action. There was a lot of to be determined pitchers on this list. Well, for the
0: second game, Michael Walker is pitching against Jordan oh.
1: Montgomery in the first. I checked this morning, Jerry, and, and the MLB still did not have a Met pitcher. Brody told Joe and Evan yesterday that Michael Walker. Started. Oh, is that right? Yes. Was this on a hot mic, or did he know he was on the this air? This was on with Joe the phone with Joe and Evan. Oh, so he knew he was on. He did.
0: Okay. So that so is not a true. TBD. But the second game, no idea for either team. Right. No one knows who's pitching. I think the Yankees should start a role Chapman.
1: <laughs> just to intimidate the Mets how get about, out there with those big muscles. How
0: about this? We start Chapman against Edwin
1: Diaz. Yes, all, <laughs> and we go
0: backwards. That would be fun.
1: We're, today's uh, the second game of the doubleheader will be a backwards game. So, <laughs> <laughs> and hoping to close it will
0: be Cole and DeGrom to shut it down in the ninth. And here's what we're going to do since the, we have too many games to play. We're going to start with a runner at second base and the first inning's like the eighth inning. <laughs> right. First one to score wins. <laughs> It'd be so confusing. People are like what? Ge- what is
1: this game I'm watching? We had a doubleheader done in two hours and 14 yeah. minutes. <laughs> well you gotta. And I did see that it's. Uh, I I know I've become like the the rain guy over here, Jerry. But um, the rain guy. Well, like you know, like um, uh, storms oh, raining on people's parades? No, like raining on baseball games. Oh. Uh, but I am seeing that like uh,
0: yeah, four
1: or five o'clock storms. And that's when the Mets the next, uh, doubleheader I like kicks the way off. You
0: said that storms, <laughs> <laughs> storms. Yeah, t- today does not look perfect. I think we'll, they'll get baseball in. I don't know if they're going to get both games in, but they'll get a game in for sure. Yeah. Tomorrow looks like a complete mess. Oh, really? Saturday, a, sum-
1: a summer Saturday is it going to be looks a complete
0: mess? This terrible. Is, don't tell Sunday me this, looks Jerry. terrific, and Monday looks great. But tom- tonight oh, and man. tonight looks spotty. I think they'll get games in. Tomorrow looks really bad, so I think they should. I think we should. Maybe Brody can call Rob Manfred, yeah, and make peace and say, "How about we lose Sunday?" This How guy Al this? Dukes had a great idea. Yeah, three four inning games on Sunday.
1: <laughs> we get them all. Saturday gets rained out. Get the whole series taken care of over and on we a start beautiful with the Sunday. On third
0: base every inning. You're right. Look at this beautiful weather Sunday. You know, JJ had a caller this morning, so I get. I finally get gas. I put the call. I put the radio on. And here's the first thing I hear to JJ. Uh, JJ, I have an idea for baseball because Aaron Judge can't stay on the field. Designated runners. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless JJ. He took him seriously.
1: <laughs> like he was asking him, like, "Well, now, what do you mean? Like, any everyone gets a designated no, runner?"
0: He, he, no, he didn't question him. He just said, uh, "I'm not ready for that." You know, it's bad enough that we got runners starting in second base, and extra innings. That's enough. Too extreme. For the designated runner, right. I would it's have thought, just hang up and move on. Right. Designated. I like that. He took what him is serious? this? Like, is this Boomer and uh, Geo softball?
1: I would have liked to have heard Moose take that call in the middle of the night when he used to do work the overnights. Moose hated the callers. Why did he hate the callers? Because they had ideas like that all night long, and I think he just his he just I felt listening that he did not like the callers, and I say that in a good way. Like I, that, I enjoyed when Moose was on. When Moose would come on, uh, and I'd be driving in on Monday morning. So the Sunday night after like a uh, NFL weekend. Yeah. Oh, the callers would be so brutal. And Moose was just like, like, talk down to them. He would just be like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants an intelligent caller. There's nothing yes, wrong with that.
1: He wanted intelligent callers and he wasn't finding them.
0: Well, Bruce Arians, Jerry,
1: you know him. He's now the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is. I've heard. He said something interesting. He was telling his players to take action on these social justice issues, quote, saying, a quote, to, protesting doesn't do crap, in my opinion. <laughs> I've been seeing it since
0: 1968. I don't know. See, I, hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the multiple ones, day after day after day, probably at some point you cross the line where it's it's productive. Mm-hmm. I think if they lead to action, that's where they're productive.
1: I see, like like the the players say, like it's time for the shield to, to protect us, the the uh, NFL shield. Yeah, what did that mean? I don't know. I I, I really don't know what the end game is here because the en- you well,
0: always have a better I'll tell you what the end game is okay. in my opinion. All right. The end game has to be better training. That's what I think so that the the few bad cops that don't handle situations properly handle it properly. Cuz I'll continue to say it. 700,000 police officers in this in this country last year. A lot of them, most of them are pretty damn good at what they do. The right, but select few that aren't give them a bad, they need to be trained better. And I think that's probably, that's probably the end game. But won't there always
1: be a select few in every field that are not good? That I So think, that's never going to fully end. I,
0: I think in everything you do in every walk of life, people are going to slip through the cracks and not be qualified or right. not be properly trained. I do agree with that. But that doesn't mean you don't stop trying, you don't make it better so that you don't have incident after incident after incident. Right. I mean, let's be honest. This uh, th- what's happened this summer can never happen again. It should never happen, but it has, and I th- I really do think it's try making sure everybody's properly trained. I, that to me, because uh, otherwise, I don't know how to answer your question.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing yesterday, all of the New Orleans Saints players, including Drew Brees, put Jacob Blake's name across the front of the helmet. It wasn't a little decal anyway. It was it was it was front and center right and that rubbed me the wrong way in that the I, when you like the guy does have a record of violent crime doesn't mean he deserved to be shot seven times by any means but to, but he he still he has that about him and we're putting his name all over Helmets,
0: I don't know. It just it doesn't rub me the wrong way. I don't know. All about awareness, Al. I get it. I get it. Five thirty six. yes, we do need a break though because we're All right, three Jerry. minutes late. Five thirty six. We will be joined by Boomer at the top one. I guess it's the final summer. No, it's not the final Summer Friday, but it's one of a few select Summer Fridays left. And uh, we get more involved with more topics next that Al has compiled right here on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. I have not heard this song. That's right. It's got to be in five, ten years. It where, was just where in did my you head. Come up with this. It was just in my head because it's Friday. Wow. All right.
1: <laughs> come on.
0: We're really rocking to the younger demographic
1: here. <laughs> Morning Train by um, Sheena Easton
0: <laughs> from the 9 Circa to 5. 1983? What uh, this that's
1: wrong? a good question. It was from the, uh, there was a Dolly Parton oh, movie. I remember 9 to 5. 9 to 5, yeah. Where they really tied Working up their boss. Uh, yes. <laughs> I remember. I why did they tie up their boss? I don't recall. I think they hated him. Was yeah, he like it had really a,
0: mean and nasty? Yeah, but it had to have some like happy ending. Like I I honestly don't yeah, remember into that movie. That day reminded me of Christmas Vacation. Yes. <laughs> Where uh, Uncle Eddie goes and gets the boss. Right. <laughs> Brings them to uh <laughs> yes, the house. That was very funny. Oh, Speaking
1: man. of old movies, Jerry, old movies. watch this segue that I do. Sure, I remember renting Nine to Five uh, at at, at uh, Blockbuster. Well, video. actually, actually, it wasn't Blockbuster. Easy video. A, uh, no, it was even before it was when they were just mom and pop videos, right? That would have I, I remember when those first came out, video stores to rent VHS tapes. I thought, what a great business that is. You just you sit in the store all day with movies on, and people come. What an easy job. Uh, yeah. Didn't last,
0: though, did it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it did not last. That. It, had, it a good l- run. had a nice little run. It had a good run. Had a nice little run. And then uh, then there was the Blockbusters, which uh, chased away all of the mom and pop stores. Yeah. Because you'd go to the mom and pop store, and they'd have like, do you have nine to five? were like, uh, our one copy is out. You're right. Like, what? And then you go
0: to Blockbuster, would be 700 copies of nine to five on the, the, the walls. mom and pop place would also, they would have one of those waiting lists. Yeah yeah you couldn't <laughs> wait for them to call you that the movie is in. 16 Candles is back if you want to come get it. That's right. <laughs> we had one of those mom and pop ones around the corner. It was the same type of deal. We never went to Blockbuster until later. Yeah. And it was, you know, you'd have to go in, you'd put your name on a waiting list. And while you were waiting, you would just peruse the rest of the video. Oh, haven't Trading Places. Haven't seen, right. seen this in a while. Let's I guess we'll get this. this. Yes.
1: And uh, the mom and pop stores, though, they always had like the recommendations from uh, like the owner or the people who work there. Right. Like, this was their favorite films they recommend you get. And also the mom and pop stores, a lot of them had a section behind the curtain with the
0: X-rated uh, films. Yes, you've talked about this in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you and your friend used to actually swap the X-rated movies into covers of regular movies so you could then take them home and do whatever God knows you did with them.
1: Well, what we did is uh, my, my friend Paul, he worked at Again, a place.
0: Oh, it was a place do called... You have any other friends? <laughs> I do have two other friends, Steve and John. <laughs> I have three friends. You never talk. They must be just so pointless in your life because you never even talk about Steve and John.
1: No, they, they. Um, well, Steve was a very straight-laced guy.
0: Okay. so no Military, army.
1: Any. He was not getting any, any shenanigans. And what was John? Class clown? No, John was like me. Okay. Uh, John would get me my penthouse magazines.
0: Oh, God. He would
1: have the guts to walk up and bring it to the counter in the convenience
0: store. So he'd be the type that would have no problem no walking problem. into a Walgreens and buying condoms if he had to for Right. Him. No problem. He was the go-to. Yeah. Well, he was the, he was the Penthouse Magazine guy.
1: Uh, and in this day and age, he'd be the Extends guy. Right. I need my Extends. <laughs> Where's Eddie? <laughs> no, but what me and Paul used to do was, back in the mom and pop video stores, they, they would have the box out. And you would bring the empty box to the counter, and they'd give you the video. Yeah. So that meant if the empty box was out there, the video was available. You couldn't take regular movies uh, without checking them out, because someone might ask the the person at the computer, hey, do you have 9 to 5? I don't see the box out here. And they'd say, well, yes, we do have 9 to 5. It's still in the computer system. But with X-rated films, no one was going to go up to the counter and say, hey, do you have Blah, blah, blah. Have what, Al? Croc- <laughs> Do you have Crocodile Blondie, which you was oh, a title. That must have been a good one.
0: Because <laughs> you reference that one all the time. It's the only one I remember. <laughs> sure. By the way, Fliegelman, yesterday on <laughs> the podcast, I was going over, um, by alphabetical order, different topics for an X-rated video. Boy, he nailed a bunch of them real quick. Categories. <laughs> he sounded like someone who had recently been browsing Pornhub. <laughs> he came up with something I had never heard of. <laughs> and boy, they rolled right off his tongue. <laughs> uh, research, Jerry, research. Oh, sure.
1: Anyway, this all leads back to uh, the Lions rookie, Jerry. Jeff Okuda. Right. Nailed it. He says he learned to play football by renting Madden Not video surprising. game. Not from surprising. blockbuster when he
0: was now, very young kid. I have told you this and I'll tell you again. My older son really learned a lot about baseball, yes from playing, but more so watching and then playing the show. Just and what I mean by 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 watching the show and rather playing the show, he learned different pitch sequences. Okay. And it's it, it I totally get it with Madden. I mean, I can totally I can completely understand how if you don't understand the nuances of football playing that video game, it is so detailed. I that does not surprise me at all.
1: Well, they show you like the different defenses, right? Yes. So you know like what a 3-4 nickel formations
0: absolutely. Yeah, and then even when you're trying to pick
1: passing plays and things like which receivers go where, who's yeah. your number 1 receiver, who's like who's your first look receiver, yep. who who, who, where's your check down guy, Jerry? That sure. sort of thing.
0: That does not surprise me at all. In this yeah. day and age, that makes perfect sense. But what really made
1: it seem like me feel even way older than I am? Yeah.
0: He said, I think he
1: was in third grade when he, when he picked up the Madden video games from so Blockbuster. Two thousand
0: nine.
1: Well, he said. Well, what he said was like that. Sean Alexander was on the cover. Sure. <laughs> sure. I remember being an adult, like older adult, when Sean Alexander was on the cover of Madden. You were an adult when Joe Montana might have been on the cover. That's not true.
0: <laughs> what do you mean it's not true?
1: Well, actually, the early Maddens, John Madden, was on the cover himself. Right, but
0: Joe, but Joe Montana played till when? Into the nineties, probably. So you were born when? Sixty nine. Okay, so let's say nineteen ninety. You were twenty one, adult. Twenty when I was twenty one I was not an adult, Jerry. <laughs> you hadn't found yourself yet. i <laughs> had not found myself. But twenty one you could
1: drink. You were an adult. You're right. I could have drink, I could have uh, had a drink if I wanted Sean to. Sean
0: Alexander, you could have been a grandfather already. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's probably ten years ago. At forty one, you could have been a grandfather. Right. That was Sean Alexander in the
1: you know the newer Seahawk uniforms. Yes. I'm thinking of the Steve Largent era Seahawks. Again, an adult during those times for you. Lindsay Vaughn, Jerry, this was an exciting
0: uh, right, workout so I, right, video I saw. Before you go on, I just all want right. to say I saw portions of the workout video. So you saw the video, but I don't. I only see the thirty-second one. I don't see the one with her doing what exactly? Go ahead.
1: She was uh, there's a video of Lindsay Vaughn working out doing squats over a toilet. Which is weird, but I don't see that anywhere. Oh yeah, I um, you know it's weird. the 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 articles have it. It's the it's the picture that goes with the story. But then, yeah, you're right. When you go in there and you click the video, it's a different video. Yeah, the video is cool actually. But I did see her. She takes an actual toilet, brings it into the gym, and puts it. Why? I guess that's how you know how far down the squat. Once your buttocks hits the toilet bowl, then you've gone down far enough. Why not use a chair? Hmm. It's more, more what? Interesting. To use no, toilet. it's not.
0: It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, I wonder how that got started. I wonder if someone was like, you know, oh, what? This would be hilarious. Or they were probably like, probably one of these very creative workout types where it's like, uh, you know how like trying to teach like a a new a person new to the gym how to do squats would be like, you go down, you know, you squat every day when you go to sit down on the toilet. It's like that. In fact, let me bring a toilet in here and I'll set it up next to the squat rack. You know what? I think it's more like you haven't been in the
0: news lately. I got a great way to get you in the news.
1: <laughs> what if you what if you did squats and we used the
0: toilet? Because look what we're doing. We're talking about Lindsay Vaughn. Why? Yeah. I mean, if the if she just puts out a workout video, do we discuss it today? Lindsay Vaughn, no. Right. I Lindsay think Lindsay Von with I the toilet. Yes. That's why they did it. What's genius? Who comes out? I need a PR person
1: like that. Um, for you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does, uh, did you see Al Duke's working out with the toilet? You don't it's think so anyone stupid.
0: would talk about that? Uh, I don't. You you hate toilets. You're not going anywhere near one except to do it when you have to. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm not a big fan. Toilets are just a mecca for germs. They're disgusting. Serious. Very disgusting. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. All get right. Right. Like like one when, more.
0: I like it when you're speechless. No, no, <laughs> you, this will be a radio tease. <laughs> On the other side, Al has... One more. (laughs) Uh uh What would you do if we were until 10 today? Struggle. (laughs) Really stretch out some of my topics. Stretch. (laughs) Well, we'll stretch out the break, and we'll get to Boomer coming up next with one more from Al. One
1: more. Oh, it's going to be terrific.
0: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to the top of the hour. Boomer joins us then. Uh, Mets and Marlins postponed last night, as we know, as the, the Mets and Marlins decided not to play. We have five games set up for the Yankees and Mets starting today with two. What else you got, Al? You said you had one more. I had one
1: more. Uh, Jayla was on the Corp podcast, which uh, she does, well, A Rod does with a Big Cat from Barstool Sports. They have a right. podcast together, and Jayla was the guest uh, talking about her uh, potential Mets ownership. Right. She said it would be amazing. Do you think she used that because amazing Mets? Or do no. you think that she just popped into her head? I think she it said would it's be, amazing. it'd be amazing. It's amazing. I took it as. It would be amazing, like the amazing Mets.
0: Did she say it'd be amazing or amazing? I think she said amazing. Well, then no. So if she
1: said amazing, you'd be like, oh, that was a Mets reference. Amazing. They weren't the
0: amazing Mets. They were the amazing Mets.
1: Amazons. Yeah. But by the, by the way, randomly, uh, my 10-year-old nephew was here the other day, and a Cars for Kids commercial came on, To television, you know, the Cars yeah. for Kids. Yeah. And he he legitimately looked at me. He goes... Why does this kid want your car he was confused he goes <laughs> like the, I am right now <laughs> he goes the kid just wants you to give him your car
0: for a tax donation or a yeah vacation. I was
1: like trying to excite like I can we even attempt to explain this or I just went like, yeah I don't know I don't get it I don't so know did you give him your kid, orange car <laughs> I don't know why this kid wants your car
0: <laughs> are we done with the Jlo thing was no no
1: she also said Jerry that uh, <laughs>
0: Swung on and hit in the air (laughs) to deep left. We are denying nothing anyway. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? (laughs) <laughs> wow! Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were—you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.